three. Welcome to another episode of Wrestling with the Future, a very special episode. I'm flying solo tonight. Dan the man is on vacation. Jason has the night off. So it's mm-hmm. just my favorite returning guest. You recognize this guy as the core champion of the fastest growing wrestling organization in the country, Devotion Championship Wrestling in Salt Lake City, Utah. Welcome back, our buddy, Tombstone Jesus. How you doing? Doing good, brother. Am I coming in all right? Yeah, you're looking good. Coming in solid. All right, cool. Coming in solid, absolutely. the network will hold out for us. Right, great. Great to be back, bro. Appreciate the invite. (laughs) You're quite welcome. Now, we got some some things to talk about. First of all, wanted to bring you back for a couple of reasons. Uh, I promised you... You know, we get you back to come closer to September, so we're right around the corner. So let's see what's happened since the last time we spoke. Uh, we should remind everybody, the last time you were with us, Tombstone, um, nobody was running, and you guys were just about to open up, I believe, in Salt That's Lake City. That's right. That's right. Yeah, nobody and I think had you, run yet. Yeah, you and Manny might have been like the first ones, I think. I, I think so. I'm, I mean, I'm not exactly sure on that, but I don't know anyone else who wrestled in front of a, a live crowd before we were able to. So yeah, uh, and I, all, I think all you're goes to Manny there. I'll tell you what, I, he just guy never says die. Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely. Uh, and a great promoter too, and great guy. Manny was with us on the show. Of course, yeah. Manny had to jump out to take care of business, but yeah, we'll get him to. Well, you and I are going to tie him down to Absolutely. commit him for a show. <laughs> I'll, get, I'll get him in a figure four or something. We'll, uh, yeah. We'll make it happen. Exactly. So you, now you're not going to bug out on us. <laughs> no, man, he's a great guy. So yeah, listen, baby. Uh, so last time you were here, a couple of guys were just starting to open up a little bit. You see in wrestling now... Uh, Starting to take hold a little bit. There's some shows are happening. Of course, you know, you you know, I'm in New Jersey. We haven't we haven't opened up here in Jersey yet. Not yet. No, um, no I think it really depends on what state you're living in. Um, first and yeah, foremost, right there. So, here, yeah, it's but we yeah. haven't seen a wrestling show here. Honest to God, we haven't seen a show here since February. Oh, you guys are just starving out there. Oh, you know, kidding I, me? You know, there's oh. some online shows coming out, and I just suggest you guys dig into anything like that you can come across yeah. because that's what I was going to say. A lot of promotions are kind of going that route. Um, even in California and stuff, they've been doing some yeah. online stuff. But you know what I've noticed about that? I've actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I'm really glad you brought that up because I want to talk about that. Um, I've actually gotten feedback from promoters that are running online shows, uh, asking for my help because they know that, you know, of course I did television and ran shows and, you know, asking for like, what, what kind of, you know, input could I give them? And I'm going to tell you what I'm telling them. Stop running. That's what I'm telling them. Stop running. Don't do online. If you can't do a show in front of people, don't do it. Wow. 
Yeah, if you can't do a show in front of people, don't do it because you're killing your credibility. You're you're wasting your time. You're wasting your talent from making money if they're able to. You can't make money online. Tombstone, you know that. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, I think all they're trying to do is just somewhat stay relevant. Yeah. But and That's and relevant it. is you know it's <laughs> I love that term relevant tombstone because you know relevant is a matter of relativity you know you know what's yeah. relevant to one person is uh, a waste of time to somebody else right got you brother got but you. here's the thing though about that as long as you're doing a live show you can sell tickets and make money right how do you charge someone online for a show in front of no people yeah no it's tough i i it's tough you know i i've just been grateful that we've we've been able to work in front of a live audience and if you go on youtube you know obviously you can't see the television show um but we we tape about five shows uh every live show we have which is once a month yeah and so on that time, we're able to put out five half-hour shows. Now, the tickets aren't available to the public. It's a private event. Sure. Um, there's only so many people that can be in the building. Everyone's temperatures taken. You have, you know, groups of people can sit here and here and here. And so it's it's a whole different ball game. You can't put as many people in. You can't sell as many tickets. Tickets cost a little more, but you get a lot more of a show. And then also, there's really nothing else going on. I think yeah. I've seen some movie theaters are finally opening up as well, you know. But it's, well, people have been doing nothing what are they, for entertainment. What are they getting in that building now for, for a show? Uh, $25 a ticket is what it costs to come in and wow. you know, watch the show. And that's all ages. And people are happy to, you know, and you get to yeah. be on TV for five weeks in a which is really cool you know it's a fun gig but that's just where we're at till we can get things back to where it was um with the social distancing so sick of hearing it and saying it i know (laughs) don't get me started on (laughs) i know we won't go that way brother yeah so so you know i've been proud to be a part of it yeah, but they're not getting as many people. But the fact that you've got people in your building is a huge, huge plus. Yeah, they, you got to have somewhat of a live crowd. I mean, even when you saw WE and, and those guys started, like, having the people in the back that are in the building coming out and at least reacting yeah. to the matches a, a little bit. I mean, you know. Yeah, but, but can we let's talk about that. Um, what do you make of this whole thunderdome thing what what is that all about i'm still trying to put wrap my head around this i think it's just more of you know what else are you going to do at this point i mean it's it's hard to watch you know i'm not a big we guy i, I watch a lot of old stuff online i watch hours and hours of georgia championship wrestling you know oh yeah they go. I watched when i was a kid and and whatnot um oh sure but uh oh, it, and i should hard, tell people that speaking of georgia championship wrestling i should tell people that tombstone jesus was a huge part of our uh 
tribute to Magnum TA episode. You were on that episode with Magnum. Oh, boy. Yeah, that was an honor, man. I'll tell you what. Wasn't that a yeah. hell of a show? Yeah, I was watching him in action just this morning. So. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. You know, I could watch those those old NWA Georgia Championship wrestling shows and, you know, till I make myself sick of watching them. But, you ne- see, that's it. You never get sick of watching that stuff. No, you know. no, not no. I watched especially... five minutes of WWE. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm ready to, you know, uh, it's flattered in hell without an break. audience. Yeah, it, it's just flattered in hell, man. Oh. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to watch. You know, the only thing I think, I mean, I'm an MMA fan. We had oh, Dan. Yeah. We had Dan Severin on the show on our TV show a few weeks ago. He was yeah. He come out in June with without snow and stuff, and got to meet him. But anyways, MMA's been okay without the fans. Like it's still somewhat entertaining, but wrestling you interact with the fans. I mean, it's 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 yeah. hard. Yeah. Oh, I hope it, it. You know what I mean? It's hard to it's hard to yeah. watch. It's hard to do and. You know, it's got to stay alive, and luckily they really never shut down as far as I hope goes. you saw the show that we did uh, with Stefan Bonner. Oh, I missed that one. I'm going to go back and rewatch it, though. Yeah, I love that just, guy. I just had him here last week. I'd love we to see, hear what he had to have. say. Oh, you're going to love this one. We've got, we've got Pat Militic coming on. I've got Dan the B Severin coming. Oh yeah. And I got the New York badass Phil Baroni coming on. Oh my hell. I can't wait, brother. I'm gonna bring no, it back I'm, to them. Dude, I'm a huge MMA fan. I mean I'm oh, a I, geek when it comes to it. I swear to God, if I was if I was a little younger when it became more of a sport, you would have fit done, right in. I'd have done MMA, brother. I'll tell you what, oh, you know, man. to have a doctor there and not go to jail, that's all I need. I know, you right? Know? So. <laughs> but you you would have fit right in. Absolutely. Oh, for sure. So let's yeah. talk about uh let's talk about uh the current product. Um you know, you've got the you know, of course we mentioned a moment ago WWE. You got a, a couple of groups that are still around. They're they're hanging on by a thread, some of them. Ring of Honor, you know, AEW, they're trying uh, creatively to keep their audience from uh, from venturing too far away. So let me ask you, let me put you in the booker seat. Let's let's play fantasy booking with Tombstone. If I give you the pencil and I say, okay, Tombstone, uh, you've got my roster, you've got my promotion, you've got my book. What's the first thing you do to WWE? Oh, my hell. <laughs> That's probably what honest I would to say. God, <laughs> honest to God, I would figure out a way to get a live audience in there. Whatever it takes, man. I mean, you know, I don't, maybe they need to come to Utah and start doing their shows out here. Because it'd be a little more entertaining if they just had the crowd we have. You know what I thought about? That'd be it, dude. Let's That'd be the first thing. Let me how simple this is. Because you're on to something. Let me tell you how simple this is. They can have a live crowd tomorrow. Tomorrow if they want. By doing one thing. And you're going to laugh when I tell you. But it's a stroke of genius. 
all they have to do is move outside. Hey, there you go. I know they can uh, do it. The they, weather the, is still good. They had a FitCon convention. The boys all got to wrestle. It's up in Salt Lake. I couldn't make it. And believe me, I was butthurt over that one. Um, but it, I noticed it was outside, you yeah. know, and and a uh, big old FitCon convention. So, I mean, I agree with you. They, you know, if they go outside, if that's going to fix it, then that's what I do. You know, I mean, the talent's there. You know, a lot of the writings, whatever. Um, well, I'm them, a big fan of taking advantage of what you have available. I mean, sure. you've got you've got the weather cooperating with you. It's summertime still. You got to, you know, at least another probably four, maybe five weeks left of decent weather. Use well, it. And even if it's 100 people. You know, and look at those old WCW and those old Georgia Championship television audiences. There wasn't more than 100 people in that studio. Yeah, they, they might have had 110 if you include the janitor and the, Yeah, you know, I mean, so there weren't huge the crowds, team, but the yeah. crowds were into it. Yeah. You need that. You need that. Sure. It's, it's, it's just a must with wrestling. You know, it's funny. When, when we did our MMA show, we had Stefan Bonner here. And I was talking to him about that. You know, me and Dan, the man, were talking to him. And we said, you know, wrestling, because, you know, Stefan's also a wrestler. Oh, yeah. And one of the things that we said was that Stefan, um, you know, we said to him, wrestling is the only form of sport, really, that you must have an audience in order to function. You yeah. can have a basketball game, football, baseball, hockey. You can do all of this stuff, really, honestly, without a crowd. Right. But wrestling, because it's crowd interactive, the crowd's the part exactly. of the show. Yeah, you have I, to have an audience. You yeah. can have an MMA fight with no audience. Absolutely. And guess what? Some people say it's better. It's pretty damn entertaining. I mean, they're listening to each other's coaches and stuff. It's really interesting. But my that's, favorite part yeah. about it is hearing yeah. that freaking crack. Oh, my hell. And that's what Stefan said. Yeah. He said, you oh, can man, hear the corner guys. You can yep. hear the gloves hitting. Absolutely. Yeah, it's like a private little blood sport thing almost. I, I don't mind the no. I was surprised. I thought I'd, I wouldn't like it. MMA the only thing I think's blown without a without a live audience. You know, everything else gets killed a little bit. I mean, yeah. I think about home field advantage. That pretty much has died in any sport where they're trying to you know compete in different places. Oh sure. Um, but but with with wrestling, I mean, goodness gracious, it's just that's it's just crowd performer interaction. Um, yeah, I, it's it's tough, you know, seeing these guys without crowds. So, you yeah. know, we're real grateful we're, we're able to do it and be on TV every week and stay relevant. And I tell you, you know, 2020 has just killed so many things, so many private companies, you know, yeah. all the way up to the top. But uh, I'll tell you one company that's just been thriving, that's Devotion Championship Wrestling. And again, I oh, just absolutely. took my hat off. Take my hat off to Manny uh, for for making yeah. this thing go the way they have. Um, 
Well, really Manny's know. one of those guys, and we talked about it before. Manny's one of those guys that thinks outside the box. And because yep. of where he's at, because he's in Utah, you almost have to think outside the box, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, you Absolutely. guys are in Utah. You're in the middle of, like, Mormon country. And oh, you're well, doing and things that... How, how, and I said this to you before, how the hell you guys are getting away with this shit in Salt Lake City is like, I shake my head and go, yeah. God bless Manny, let him, let him keep yeah. making. <laughs> it's amazing, I'll tell you. And, and the, it wasn't even a company two years ago. I know. You know. And believe me, wrestling here in Utah has been dead for years and years and years as far as the private companies go. Really, no one's done much. And, uh, you know, along comes Manny Levins and, you know, the pandemic's killed everything, but we, hey, we're still on TV. Vince Russo's right producing the show. Now we're tied in with Ohio Valley Wrestling. The school's tied into Devotion and Al Snow and everything else, you know, and so. Well, you know, uh, let me it, ask you a question, Tombstone. How did you guys know that there was a market for, uh, for wrestling? What um, what indicator? What were your indicators that said, "Hey, maybe we can, we can like turn this into something"? Well, I think they've always had great wrestling fans out here. Great fans, period. As far as Utah, and and a lot of the out of state workers come here, and, and they're like, "Holy cow, you guys' crowds are just great," you know. And that's but it. You we know got great funny, crowds. Though, and I'm, and it's I'm. I'm I'm like amazed really to hear you say that because when you talk about great wrestling places, you hear about LA, Dallas, Texas, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, uh um Fort Lauderdale, Miami, right, in Florida, uh of course Georgia. But Salt Lake City, Utah is not one of those places that comes it's to mind when you think of like you a know, great wrestling town. And and it's red hot here, you know. And they've known Isn't that, that as far as as far as selling out WE shows and stuff and AEWs, you know, they always get a good turnout here. And even when they started doing Comic Cons in Salt Lake, like the biggest Comic Con opener for one city was here in Salt Lake. You know, they broke all kinds of records. And uh, they're just really passionate out here. And they've been that way, you know, yeah. from day one. So it's kind of been That's a hidden crazy. thing. And then there's never been a local company who's really, really been able to do anything and capitalize, yeah. you know, up until now. So, but, uh, so, yeah, um, Utah's turning into a place of, for uh, wrestling. What do you make of um, this slow return? <laughs> Very slow, by the way. The slow return to uh, full-time wrestling now. Um, we're seeing, you know, none of these companies have shut down. They're all still very active and, and very, you know, um, ahead of the curve right now. Ring of Honor, AEW, WWE, New Japan, of course. Um, they're all still ahead of the curve right now. What do you what do you make of it? Do you think that they're too much too soon, or do they need to slow down? Or uh, what are your thoughts? Well, you know, personally, and this could get me in a little trouble, but I just think, uh, you know, up until now, uh, 
I just think it's been overdone. I, I think there could have been some crowds a while ago. You know, let's take some precautions and stuff. So at this point, seeing people starting to do whatever they got to do, you know, and 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 uh, at this point, if you got to have some some shield barriers between some seats or spread some people out or whatever you got to do, I just want to see more of that. I know it all depends on where you live and, and yeah. what's allowed for that matter, you know. But there hasn't been anybody come, you know, getting sick at any. Yeah, well, I've said it before. Show, you know. You and I spoke privately about it, and I, I've said it privately, and I've said it publicly as well. I, I live in New Jersey, of course. That's you know no secret; everybody knows that. Um, but what people may not know is that we are still closed, basically, in New Jersey yeah. for sports events, yeah. uh, even for empty arena stuff. We're there's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. And yeah. probably won't be tough. for at least another year and a half, two years, maybe. That's if you crazy. To some, I mean, that's those crazy talk. I to me, that's well, just that's, crazy. That's the talk being bound, you know, ballied around by, uh, you know, some of the newspapers uh, and television stations. You know, if you uh, if you believe their information, there's no reason not to. But you know, unless something happens quickly. Uh, between uh, New New Jersey, New York, and Pennsylvania, uh, there hasn't been. Well, Pennsylvania, I got to rule that one out because they're act. They actually have had sports, uh, have but that. New York and New Jersey have not. Pennsylvania has at least had. Um, uh, I want to say um, hockey and uh, and baseball. Because I know that the uh, the Philadelphia Flyers are playing preseason, and the Philadelphia Phillies are, of course, playing their regular season. You know, it's a, an abbreviated season, but still, they are playing live games. Two empty stadiums, by the way, but, you know. And then, least, what do you think of this whole cardboard cutout shit? What's that uh, all? Uh, I don't know. Again, I mean, it's just whatever they can do, you know, but I just... Uh, to me, it's just gotten really ridiculous at this point. You know, I mean, thank God the death rate is as low as it is. Yeah. But, 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 but what the hell? I mean, that isn't, you know, if, if I was told in January that we're all going to get this sickness, but uh, the survival rate's 99.96%, well, big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't see, you know, so at this point, I know a lot of people are still getting sick. And sure, some people are dying. And, yeah. and it's a terrible, terrible, terrible thing. And at Absolutely. this point, you know, let's just do everything, take precautions. But I think we've shut down long enough, uh, especially I, I think so. I think sporting right. events and stuff, you know, not letting people come out. And, you know, a lot of people get a lot of release from that. Um, yeah. I think yeah, you're right. I think a, a lot of people just need to to get out and, and you know and be productive again. Get get back to you know doing what they do. They need to wrestle. They need to put on shows. They need to you know to get out and you know entertain. You know, yeah. Uh, you know, let's be honest about it. You know, baseball is a sport. Wrestling's not a sport. Not not our wrestling. It's yeah, entertainment. That's what we do. We right. entertain people. Absolutely. And we just need to get back to being able to entertain people, you know, in a way that's, first of all, number one, safe. 
most importantly, safe. And number two, where we can get some live bodies there, you know, to, to, right. to watch it and to enjoy it. Right. Yeah. And no, I agree with you a thousand percent. You know, I mean, that's the biggest thing right now. And then look at all these little independent companies, you know, that, I mean, let's face it, they don't make tons of money. The money they do make are from the small shows that they put on. And uh, well, and that's, that's another thing that you, you just pointed something out that's huge. A lot of these companies are dying because they've lost sponsor money. They've lost their, their uh, whatever little capital they had is dried up. Again, putting your, putting your you know, Booker Man hat on, what do you do to try and bring the, you know, the cash back in? Right. Yeah. Again, man, we got to get that audience back there somehow. Um, cardboard cutouts and, and digital faces. I don't know if that's the answer, <clears throat> but something's got to yeah. happen. Something's got to happen. I don't know. Something's got to happen. I just well, think uh, know, Tombstone, you and I both know that a cardboard cutout or a digital face is not going to spend ticket money. <laughs> no, no, you know? they're not going to buy any merch. Chances are. No, they're not, and, they're uh, not buying merch or t-shirts or, you know, replica belts and stuff like that. But right. I'll tell you what our sponsor is doing. Our sponsor is keeping us afloat and uh, that ties directly into, first of all, let's have a word from our sponsor and that ties yeah, right into what we're that. talking about. <laughs> Do you have sweaty balls or netty balls? It's time to make them ready balls. Themanscape.com lawnmower 3.0 will do the job and clean your knob with its patented no-nick head so your head will function as desired. Enter the promo code WRESTLINGFUTURE for a generous 20% discount. That's WRESTLINGFUTURE. That is our promo code. Wrestling Future for a 20% discount, manscaped.com. And wrestling with the future, going balls to the walls. It's the manscaped.com. 3.0, lawnmower 3.0, your balls will thank you, and so will we. Now, let's segue back into a normal conversation from that. <laughs> All right. Hey, if anyone knows manscaping, it's me, brother. So I'm telling you. Yeah, that's good stuff. Good that's a good, uh, yes, Tombstone a good Jesus sponsor is to a have, brother. advertisement for Manscaped, for sure. I, uh, it's true. It's true. So I once had I a man cross shaved in my back. So get on the Facebook. You'll have to find that picture. You'll love it. Yeah. So um, now we were talking about, um, get, oh, yeah, getting talking about getting people back into shows. Uh, you're fortunate. You and Manny are very, very fortunate because you have people coming back. Are the crowds, you know, the smaller crowds, and you say, yes, they're paying a little bit more money to, to, to come in. However, here's what I'm always curious. Has the, uh, um, the lack of crowd size affected the, uh, the morale or the motivation or the the attitudes of the guys working the shows. I mean, you you work with a you know a pretty stellar cast of characters that all depend on really loud, big.
big crowd noises. Here you got like a handful of people, but are they are they doing their part to kind of boost boost the morale? You know, the, I I was worried about that a little myself. You know, uh, performing in front of a third of the people or a quarter of the people we're used to. But I got to tell you. Um, these fans are great. They are into it, you know, and it's a lot like watching the old Georgia championship, you know, as like I say, only 80, hundred people yeah. in there, but they're all screaming and yelling and happy to be there, you know, and you can tell just when they start yeah. coming in the building, they're like, they're just so happy to be doing something again and coming to a live show. And, uh, you know, I mean, it's not open to the public. You do kind of need an invitation. And uh, it, right. these people are happy to be there. So if you go on YouTube, you know, you can see the last four or five shows since the the pandemic. You'll oh, see the sure. people wearing the masks and the crowd's a little thinner. But, man, they're, they're every bit as into it as ever. And, and so yeah, the energy, I was, was going to say, I've, I've seen a couple of them. Uh, I haven't, you know, I've quite been doing you know, a lot of stuff with our show, too. But I've seen a few of them. And they seem to be pretty receptive, you know, for... A, a, a lot smaller crowd than you're used right. to, but right, look, right, it's yeah. like you said before, you you do the best you can with what you got. Yeah, and, and like you I know? said, the energy's there. You're getting the reactions. You know, you're able to feed off of them, and and uh, no, it's it's great, man. It really is, and it's kind of like an interesting happy to, thing. Happy to be there. It's an interesting thing, though, Tombstone, because you know they say history repeats itself. And I have to tell you that in the case of professional wrestling, it actually has repeated itself, literally repeated itself. Because I remember growing up, and you'll appreciate this. You can go back and look at the tapes. You'll, you'll understand what I'm talking about. Um, they used to have the audience painted on the back wall. Yes. Yeah, okay, so you you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. that some stuff? Yeah, part of that studio. That yeah. yeah, that's crazy I, stuff. I, but here we are doing it all over again. Yeah, yeah, that that's is nuts. nuts. It yeah. really is. So, um, so you have uh, brought to my attention a uh, an amazing guy named uh, Roman... I want to say Rosal or Rizel. Is that how you say Rosal, his name, Mr. Yeah. Mr. I, believe, I believe so, yeah. Roman Rosal. Rosal, um, okay. And yeah. Mr. Rosal is, uh, is a guy that. you know well. We're not going to tell people too much about him, but I will tell you this, that uh, Tombstone Jesus is going to introduce you in the very near future to a remarkable guy named Roman Rosal. And uh, without tipping the hat too much, he is a true American war hero. That's all I'm going to say at this point. But when when you bring him on, because uh, I don't want to tease people a little bit. It's one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this. Um, <laughs> just kind of tease him a little bit because they're going to say, oh, I want to see this now. Um, uh, but we want to have him on. And when we do, I want you to just like introduce him to the world and and tell everybody who he is and how you guys met. And uh, so, and I'm glad you brought him to my attention because he's a really remarkable cat. He really is. Yeah, amazing guy. Privileged to know and him. And super into uh, wrestling, too. You know, oh, he's a wrestler. He's, he's yeah. a pro wrestler. And he's, yeah. he's doing some amazing things. And 
he don't know it yet, but I'm gonna be hitting him up. We'll get him on the show for sure. And uh, yeah, knows looking now. forward to that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Knows now. So heads now. up, brother. Yeah. So um, uh, you know, uh, it's funny because I'm flying solo tonight. I'm used to having uh, right. you know, Dan in with me. Panel. Dan's on vacation. You know, good for him. He, Where's he at? Undisclosed location. Yeah, he's at a. Uh, uh, a secret, uh, you know, he works for the government, you know, so he's uh, he's at, at an undisclosed location. Um, <laughs> they tell me he's on vacation. I don't know if it's a cover story or what the deal is, but that's all I've been told. Right. Um, but I am told conspiracy. that I will see Dan sometime next week when he comes when he comes back, if, if they right. let him. <laughs> no, nah, he's, he's actually a, a, on a well-deserved vacation. Yeah, what but, about uh, Mikey? Oh, Mikey is actually, um, he's with, he's left the show. Mikey is uh, is doing his own thing now, and he's got his own interview show where oh, he's nice. interviewing people from his uh, his celebrity past. You know, Mikey's a filmmaker. Yes. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely. Uh, and so he actually had, it's funny, because he did an interview a couple of nights ago. I watched it. It was a really interesting interview. With an actor that you might know from the Geico commercial on TV. You, you know that insurance company called Geico? Yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. He, was it is Jim Rose? Was he, it a caveman or Yeah, well he's got the he's got the guy that does the Geico commercial with the suit uh-huh. and tie. Uh-huh. Oh, got, okay, got you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's actually the guy's actually an actor and has quite a, an accomplished career. I didn't know about it. I just right thought he was a commercial guy. Right on. But yeah, Mikey's doing a lot of his own film stuff now. Um, yeah, good for him. Yeah, you know he's just got you know he's got his hands full and busy guy. You know, we're still friends and but we parted ways with the show, but we will bring him back from time to time. You know we talked nice. about that. So he will come back from time to time. Um, I've got uh, Vince Russo coming back September 1st. And a very interesting show. Did you hear about this one? No. Ah, you're going to love this. You're going to pop when I tell you. We've got, remember Tiny Tim, the the entertainer? Tiptoe through the tulips? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Well, guess what? Wow. We've got Tiny Tim's manager and best friend. Nice. September 1st, along with Vince Russo. Oh, hell yeah. His name is Stephen Plim, and he's written a book called Tiny Tim and Mr. Plim. And it's an amazing journey through the life of Tiny Tim and oh, how wow. this man... How he met Tiny Tim and how they became friends. And uh, stayed. they were together for 25 years. Wow. And amazing show business friendship. And uh, through his marriage to Miss Vicky on The Tonight Show. And oh, all the crazy happenings in betwixt and between. I forgot You'll about find- the marriage. Oh yeah, and right. she was a Jersey girl too. She was. She lived not too far from here, right? As wow. a matter of fact. Wow. Yeah, she was a Jersey girl, Miss Vicky. She was from Haddonfield, New Jersey. 
And uh, and Stephen Plim will be here on September 1st. And, uh, and I will tell you what, if this man is a true, and I want to tell you something, Tombstone, I would really like you to watch the show. I like may actually have you on because Stephen oh, Plim is a remarkable, remarkable guy, 40-plus years in the entertainment business, working with some of the biggest names in show business, just a remarkable guy. He's a, a classic, typical, fast-talking Hollywood agent that calls everybody chicky baby and let's <laughs> snap the fingers. Let's oh, do lunch, yeah. and I'll have my people call your people. He's oh, one of those yeah. just smooth talker, wonderful guys. The last of the characters. The right last out of the of Nice. Yeah. yeah, that's old school there, baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. And then we've got uh, a real interesting show, Tombstone, on, on September the 3rd. Just when you thought we were, they held out our best, we got one more. We've got George Anastasia, and a lot of people know who he is, but some people don't. If you don't know who George Anastasia is, he has written more than 30 books on organized crime and the mafia. Oh, and he is nice. a noted mafia author and historian. So he's going to come on, and we're going to talk about the mob. I'll be checking that out. Well, yeah. For sure. That's going to be oh, interesting. Yeah. Absolutely. Get done with that show, you might know too much. I don't know shit, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know nothing. <laughs> I don't know nothing. Uh, well, listen, my friend, um, let's, get a, let's get you to promote your stuff and see what else is going on in the world. All right. Well, Devotion Championship Wrestling, come on out uh, to the shows in Salt Lake. If you're from Salt Lake City, you want to come see a live show, go ahead and message me to Stone Jesus on my Facebook. I can get you a seat and a ticket. Like I said, they're 25 bucks, And uh, we record five TV shows. So come on out. You'll be on TV five weeks in a row. And it's just a lot of fun uh, as far yeah. as that goes. Our Tombstone Jesus goes. Guys, sub me on YouTube. You know, I got my comedy. I got my music we got wrestling over there uh get over there hit me on the instagram and hit me on the facebook as well tombstone jesus and uh hit me here on wrestling with the future podcast absolutely the gun show gun show <laughs> baby beautiful <laughs> we are definitely going to have you back i got a couple of shows planned with the you in mind we're, we got a, just a short show tonight, and I just wanted to, to bring you back and uh, tell everybody what was going on with Devotion and Tombstone and fill everybody in on uh, what's happening with Dan the Man and, and Jason. We were, our, our buddy Jason, uh, you know, he's dealing with some family stuff right now, but everything's going well with him. So Jason will be back shortly. Uh, we'll have uh, Vince Russo back. We, uh, we've got, of course, Stephen Plim. George Anastasia, Matt Granahan will be back, the King of Connecticut. Along we will have Dan the Beast Severn. Oh, Stephen yeah. Bonner will come back. We've got the New York badass Phil Baroni. We've got Pat Militich. Um, hopefully, I got my Can't fingers wait. crossed. I'm hoping to get 
if, if he says yes, I'm hoping to get Chuck Liddell to come oh, on the hell show. Oh, yeah. Oh, um, hell yeah. Work, I am, I've got all, all guns blazing on this Bro, one. you got, yeah, you got the names, brother, right there. You know, like I'm I said. I'm you, yeah. Huge MMA geek. I cannot wait. Oh, yeah, me too. I love MMA. And I, you know what, you I'd know, rather watch real, MMA but, than watch wrestling, to be honest with you. You know, I, I, uh, <laughs> I catch true. myself it's watching a little more MMA. Well, for Definitely my friend, then. Tombstone Jesus, I'm Angelo DeCipio for Wrestling with the Future. Take care, everybody. Happy wrestling. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Yeah.